Hey family, how are you? I'm praying all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you, that's right. He is your God and what a mighty God we serve. Family, I have a very, very special treat for you today. I have the beautiful Ajiki Brown, who is the host of the new up and coming podcast, Deeply Rooted. I'm so excited to see what God is going to do with this woman of God, the word that is on the inside of her, the anointing that is on her life, and the blessing that she is going to be to many. So I'm so excited. Ajiki, welcome to the Submitted to Serve podcast. Hi, Submitted to Serve family. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am blessed. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited that you are taking this journey and allowing the word of the Lord that he has planted on the inside of you to be made manifest, to share it with the world. Every time you would come on stage, I just would be so blessed by what you share and what God plants in you, the wisdom that's in you that we can learn from and glean from. So I'm excited that you took this opportunity to say, you know what, I want to do a podcast. There's so much in me. There's so much that God has given me. And I believe that there's people connected to my voice. And for you to take that to the next level, I'm so excited to see what God is going to do. So I want you to just introduce yourself and share with, you know, the audience who is deeply rooted. What is it about? What is the vision and what can they expect when listening to the Deeply Rooted podcast? Yes, absolutely. I would love to. Before I start, I just want to thank you also because your Clubhouse platform was where I started expressing my um, voice and the things that God was putting on my heart to say. So I'm really grateful that I was able to release what he gave me in those rooms and in those moments. And just to have that opportunity to do it because there was a lot of rooms I went in where moderators were the only ones who could really talk. Um, but you were always just letting everyone go so freely and the room just felt so family oriented that it just brought things out of me that I didn't even know I had. So thank you for that opportunity. So um, we, we gonna thank I'm Jesus. Just, we gonna thank <laughs> we gonna thank and thank the good Lord for, for aligning it all. Yes, absolutely. Amen. Because he is so strategic and amazing, and I'm grateful. Um, so I'm Ajiki. I'm Ajiki Brown. I am from oh wow, everywhere is worth. Um, I'm from Connecticut. I currently live in North Carolina, um, and my brand is Deeply Rooted Hair Therapy, which I do believe is going to grow. I do believe it's going to grow and expand and be something great and not only tend to care. I think it might go to hair care and all other things. Um, so we'll all learn as, as I go and as we go, we'll learn and see what what doors God opens for Deeply Rooted. But for now, um, what I'm seeing with my um, podcast is God has been giving me little words and they're not long at all, but just little words and little um, encouragements. So that's where I want to start with my podcast, just the little words of encouragement, little prayers. Um, I'll absolutely, because I'm, I'm just naturally a goofball. So I'll have a little bit of funny things in there, little Bible trivia. And that is where I'm going with my um with my platform. That's where I'm going to start anyway. I am excited to see what God is going to do and how he's going to move and how he's going to take what I have and mix it into what he has and make it great. But that's where I'm at with things so far. 
Amen. I'm excited. I love, you know, sometimes we think, uh, I was recently talking to Nelly and we were talking about how I'm so long winded. Like once I go, I go and it would be kind of cool if I could be like short and simple, but that's not how God wired me. So I always appreciate when I listen to a message that is short, sweet and to the point. So I'm excited for that because sometimes we think we have to be on for 30 minutes, 40 minutes to an hour. And the truth be told, we just have to share the word of the Lord. We got to share, you know, that little that God has given us because in our hands it seems like it's little but in the hand of God it's so massive it's so big so I'm excited to see you do that and as well as even the trivia um and getting people engaged and getting people excited and allowing them to learn the word of God so that is even encouraging as well and I I definitely love the title I know you talked about it being your hair care and there's so much to that when I think of deeply rooted I think of Psalms 42 7 when the Bible says the deep call of to the deep and I also think of um, Psalms 1 when the Bible says that we would be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that we will yield our fruit in our season and that our leaves will not wither and whatsoever we do, it will prosper. I think of that when I think of deeply rooted for us to truly blossom and be the women and the men that God is calling us to be, that we have to be so entrenched and so deeply rooted in the presence of God, that the foundation you know, having that strong foundation, no matter what is going on, the, the, the trials, the situations and circumstances that we're so rooted in our relationship with God. We're so deeply rooted that we're not swayed by adversity. We're not shifted by, you know, changes. We're not shifted by, you know, even our own feelings, you know, like I love your title, Deeply Rooted. It even makes me think of, you know, just how deeper can I get with God? Because so often we allow the things that we go through sway us from one direction to the another and we easily get distracted. And I think it's important for every son and daughter of the Most High God to get entrenched and deeply rooted in their relationship with God, that they can have such a stand and a foundation. So I mean, I'm grateful for the title that God has given you. And I know that it's not by accident, but it's very divine because God is so strategic in everything that he does. So I'm excited to see how your ministry is going to blossom and what God is going to do with it, even what he's teaching you in the process. I remember in the devotional, I got a chance to say when God gave me submitted to serve, he was teaching me how to truly submit and what it means to have true submission unto him. And I think that when he gives us these titles for the ministry that he's birthing in us, he also takes us through a process where we too have to learn what it means to be deeply rooted, what it means to be submitted to serve. And we have our sister Portia in the audience, what it means to grace found me, what does that mean? And I, I love God that he allows us to go through, you know, the the, the season of learning. So often we quick want to go out, oh, God gave me this word, God gave me this word, but I think we have to first be, you know, partakers of what God has given us to get an understanding, to get a revelation, and then we can go out and share with the world because now I have a sure foundation and not only a a strong foundation, I have understanding to what deeply rooted means. Me, for S2S, I know what it means to submit to God. When it's good, when it's bad, when it's ugly, when I don't like it, I know what it's like. And with the seasons that God has taken Portia through, she knows what it means when grace had found her. So I think it's so important that we are participants to what God is doing in the seasons of our life. So I want you to talk a little bit about that and how you feel God is getting you deeply rooted in your relationship with him. 
Okay, awesome, for sure. Um, so you are absolutely right. Deeply Rooted is so much more than just the hair care line that I thought that I was, you know, starting, well, that I was starting when that's what I thought that all it would be. There is so much more. God has just been moving so mightily and even getting me prepared for the podcast, um, just getting rid of some of my habits. Like he had me deleting all my social medias the other day, um, stopping a bad habit that I've been facing for so many years that I'm always on and off with, but he had me literally stop it cold turkey the other day and just really helping me to get deeply rooted so that way I can hear what he has to say to me and wants me to say to other people because um, there are times when I can be a little long-winded, but for the most part, I'm not. But um, I do notice that when I'm just in tune, when I'm really taking the time to to nurture and, and to tend to my relationship with God, um, whatever he has me say, it just flows. Sometimes I don't even be know, like after I say it, I don't even know what I said because I know that the Holy Spirit, um, he used me as the vessel he needed in that moment. So for um, Deeply Rooted and um, its biblical um, background, I definitely um, hope and believe that I could bring a lot of people on board with me where we're all deeply rooted in the word, where we're all hungry for the word. I hope that it even also it um, turns into like morning prayers or like little afternoon prayers. Cause I know for me, there'd be some times in the day where now I'm getting a lot better where I'll just pray for myself, but I really was struggling with staying strong enough to pray for my own self. So I would need someone to call so I could like have a prayer session with them. Um, and I know that there are probably so many other people who are maybe new in their faith walk or really just trying to get more deeply rooted into their faith walk so they um but they might not have the tools or the resources or they may not know how to go about it so i definitely want to just share my experiences being very transparent and honest and letting them know what i'm struggling with and i also want to be honest and say there are times where i do struggle there are times where i don't pray as much as i should be praying or not reading the bible as much as i should be reading it but i believe that all of this will tie into keeping me grounded, keeping me actually deeply rooted. So that's where I am with this. Amen. I love that you shared that because I feel like that transparency and that honesty is so important. And like I said, you being a participant of what it means to be deeply rooted, to share with people, I've On this journey, I've been as transparent as I possibly can. I didn't wake up like this. You know, I, you know, I went through the seasons of, you know, falling short and falling away and getting in my feelings and not sure what God was doing. And like I said, he had to teach me what it meant to be really submitted to him and submitted to what he called me to do. Um, So it's always been like, a thing for me to be honest and let people know, like when God calls you to ministry, he's not looking for perfect, perfect people. He's just looking for obedience, obedient vessels. And I think that's one of the things that we miss. We think we got to be perfect. We think we got to be together, have it all together, have the perfect voice, have the perfect message. You know, sometimes God will give you a word and you'll be like, well, Lord, I don't even know. No, just speak it. Just just be bold about it. And and this, that's what this journey has taught me, you know, because you look at other people, you look at other ministries and it's easy to compare yourself to other people. Um, and it's easy to say, you know what, well, I'm not like this person and I'm not like that person, but it's encouraging to let people know I didn't start off like this. You know, God had to take me through seasons. I had to once again, learn what it meant to be 
uh, submitted to God. I had to learn what that meant. And, and I messed up and I fell short and, you know, I didn't always submit. Sometimes I submitted to myself. Sometimes I submitted to my feelings. Sometimes I submitted to people. I had to learn to put people on the back burner and truly submit to God, submit to the word of God, submit to what God was saying. So I love that you're going to incorporate, you know, those seasons of, you know, I had to, I'm, you're, we are all honestly still being deeply rooted. We're all being deeply rooted. I don't care what season we think we are in. We are all being deeply rooted in our relationship with God. The Holy Spirit is taking us through seasons on top of seasons. He's stretching, he's cultivating, he's molding, he's shaping us to be so rooted in him that we're not swayed by the lies of the enemy. We're not swayed by seasons of, you know, trials and um, situations. We're not swayed by adversity, but we can stand on the rock. So I love that. I love that you're going to be, you know, yes. sharing that transparency. I think that's what we need. You know, we have so many leaders who do put on that mask and make it seem like it's, you know, it's oh, it's all fun, sunshine and rainbows, but it's not. Ministry is not pretty. Ministry is not pretty. Life isn't always pretty. Life isn't always sunshine and roses. Life is muddy. Life is is dirty. And, and, and it's important for us to be okay with being transparent, being naked. And especially for your generation, you know, the, 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 our brothers and sisters in your age group, your age group, they need to know it's okay to be honest. Everybody say they keeping it 100. Everybody say no cap, but it's a whole bunch of cap and it's a whole bunch of masks and people are not being healed and people are dealing with trauma. People are dealing with issues and struggles. So to have another voice in their age bracket, because I feel like I believe like when I was when I was younger, I felt like everybody that was preaching the gospel were older. You know, I, di I didn't really see. I really didn't see people, you know, my age. And we have a caller coming up. So I'm going to pause so our sister Portia could come up. Welcome, Portia. We're inviting you up to the stage. While we wait for Portia, I just wanted to piggyback off of what you said. The reason why mm -hmm. I started, I decided I'm going to be extremely transparent in my journey um, for the podcast is because when I, like you said, um, there were a lot of elders that were Christian leaders and um, they just taught Christianity and in ways that don't really work with the, the world we live in today. And um and I feel like it, basically anything that you do, like I, I've talked to a lot of my cousins who are my, in my age group because a lot of them want to understand we all grew up together. We all went to church as children together. But then you're, you stopped. Like you were the one who stopped going and we continue to go. But now in our adulthood, you're the one that's going and we're not. So they're trying to understand, you know, the disconnect and all of that. And what I hear in a, a lot of our conversations is church hurt. Them just thinking, I literally had a cousin tell me that she doesn't go to church anymore because she doesn't want to apologize to God all day because she feels like all she does is sin. She feels like she's always making bad decisions and God is always going to be mad at her. But the reason she felt like that is because that's what we were taught growing up. So I just want to definitely change our mind, especially in my age group, because they they don't want to turn to God because they feel like God is wants to punish them. They feel like God is has like a, a laundry list of all their bad deeds and and is going down them one by one. And this is what you did wrong, and this is what you did wrong. And yes, He does keep track of what we do, good or bad. But He's so loving and forgiving, and got that sea of forgiveness. 
if you forget it, he'll forget it. But they don't know that. And they, they are like in these bondages that they don't even know they're in. So I feel like my transparency, my honesty, my honesty and my openness will allow them to be set free and will allow those shackles and chains that are holding them to release them. And I have complete. Amen. 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 You know what? You're so right. Um, I love Jeremiah 31. And he said, with loving kindness, have I drawn thee? And I feel like it's so important that as much as we stand on the word of God, as much as we stand on the truth of God's word, it's with that love that God draws. People have to hear. I feel like it's it's, it's one or two dynamics. Either people are um, receiving uh, uh, in an overwhelmed amount of the grace gospel where they don't feel like they really need to come to true repentance or they're just hearing, um, you know, fire and brimstone. You're going to hell, you're going to hell. It's like those two dynamics. And it has to be a healthy balance when it comes to God. It has to be a healthy balance. God is just, he is a righteous God. He's a holy God, but he's a loving God. He's a merciful God. And most importantly, he is a forgiving God. And we have to share that balance of God. A lot of people see God as the Old Testament God. Oh, he will kill you. He'll wipe you out. He, you know, he flooded the whole earth. But we have to also remember that even during that Jesus was in the Old Testament, that love was in the Old Testament, kindness was in the Old Testament, mercy was in the Old Testament. And we have to be, you know, first students of the word that we can teach and show them a more excellent way, as Jesus would say, that even though you seen this ruthless God, that gentleness was amongst him. Like any parent, when you frustrate your parent due to disobedience, guess what? I remember getting beatings growing up. <laughs> I remember getting my tail whooped when I disobeyed my mother or disobeyed my father. And God being our heavenly father, he said he chastened them that he loves. And the children of Israel was chastened by their disobedience. They were chastened by their idolatry. They were chastened. And until we look at God as a father, And I think that's one of the biggest problems. It's hard to see him as a a father, especially if you had an absent father or abusive father or, you know, a negligent father. It's hard to see God as Abba. And when we see him as a parent and we see him as someone that cares, it's not the Bible isn't a rule book of rules. Do this, do this. It's a loving father giving his children's instructions on how to live a life that he knows from the beginning to the end. I know how this thing going to turn out. So I'm trying to give you these instructions. I want to give you a a, a blueprint to how you can live a life more effectively in peace and joy. I don't want to hurt you. I want the best for you. Like Jeremiah, I know the plans that I have for you. So until we see God as a a loving father, um, getting back to the dynamic of family, because so many of our families have been broken. Um, some of many of our family have absentee fathers. Some of our families have so much abuse when it comes to the area of fathers and family that to think of God as a parent, we question, well, why did my parent allow me to go through this? Why did my parent, you know, hurt me? We think God hurt us. And until we are accountable and realize, we, like you said, we made some really bad decisions and it's unto us to choose God instead of choosing this world and choosing flesh and choosing what we want. We're going to always repeat and go through the same cycles and go through those same generational curses until one of us becomes the preparer of the breach to one of us become that generational curse breaker and say enough is enough. And I want to get to know the God that loves me, Abba Father. So I really believe it's important to get to a place that we can really teach people about sonship 
about son and daughter. She's like, no, this is a relationship. He's a father. And it's in spite of what it looks like, in spite of what you went through, because there's so many people that are angry with God that they don't want to draw nigh. I can even think of myself in, you know, in my twenties, I ran from God. I thought he hated me. Therefore I hated him. I ain't want nothing to do with him. And now here I'm his biggest cheerleader because I got an understanding that my ministry took the time to get me to understand that he is a loving father who loves me and that he's not here to punish me and that he don't want to, you know, just send me to hell. I send myself to hell. And I, and you know, as I, as you was talking, it made me think when we were watching Heaven's War, just in your spirit and your excitement of, you know, watching the movie and watching how much, you know, God really cares for us and love us. All you kept thinking about was, oh, I got to show this to my cousin. I got to show this to this person. Just your heart to want to share as your eyes was being opened. You wanted to open up everyone else's eyes that were around you. So I definitely believe that God is going to use you as that repair of the breach in your family as he deeply roots you and entrench you in him that you are so sold out that your eyes is so fixed on him that you could begin to break those shackles and chains off of your family and off of your bloodline. So I'm definitely excited to see, you know, how God is going to move in your life because I, I, I love when I hear you get excited about the new things you learn. Like when you learn something new, you get so excited and it really blessed me that you you were willing. You said, like, can we watch this movie again? Like you're, you're a sponge and you want to learn and you want to grow. And that is what God wants. That's what God is looking for. You know, he's not looking for people who think they got it together, who look like, you know, oh, I'm good. I'm religious. I, you know, I, I know God. No, I don't know anything. And I want to learn. Lord, teach me. And that's what I get from you. Every time I interact with you, you have such a teachable spirit and you want to learn and you want to grow. So God is going to do amazing things through you and the ministry that he's birthing through you as he used you to break those chains off of your bloodline. And as he break the chains off of you and free you, I just know that you're going to be like the woman by the well. Come, come, come. Because you were so excited when you watched this movie and all you kept saying was, I got to show this to this person. I got to show this to this this person, actually, you did go the extra mile and you watched it with your cousin, right? Am I, am I correct? Yes, yes, sis. I watched it with my cousin. I watched it with my sister. I, pretty much everybody that I sent it to at this point, I've watched it with them. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's been great. It's been great. And yes, I, I, I'm grateful and so thankful you say it's teachable and not know it all because I do try to stay teachable and when I first got saved I feel like I was in my bible every day I used to do date nights with God where I would literally just be in my living room I might pop some popcorn or I have made a nice dinner and a little glass of wine that's his first miracle guys um but yes made it um and I just would have a day um and in those dates he told me to start getting facials by myself because I he had to teach me how to do things with just me and him because before I moved to North Carolina, I had my whole family. So anytime I wanted to do something, I never had to do it alone. And in those alone times, that's where I get the most intimacy with God. So I understand why he had to separate me, move me hours away from everything that I know and put me in unfamiliar territory. So that way he can really show me who he is and who I am and who he has, who he wants me to be and what he needs me to do. And I know I couldn't have heard that in that loudness, but, um, Yes, I'm definitely trying to stay as teen. I definitely am excited about this podcast. I want to share what I'm learning as I'm going. The other day I was walking, I was talking to God. I was, at, I was doing community service and um, God kept telling me to keep going forward because I felt just a little defeated that morning. There was a lot going on and he kept telling me to go forward. 
and now my podcast. Like, that's going to be one of my topics that I'm going to talk about. As soon as I said that, I feel like the enemy just came out of nowhere. He tripped me. I had a um, little cane that I was picking stuff up with, and he, like, tripped a little crack or something. But, and the, the so the cane was behind me, but before um, I could even turn back or move back, I just picked it up and went, kept going forward. I didn't even put, take one step back. Just a few minutes ago, God was telling me to go forward. So I'm not going backwards because he just told me not to. And I remember when that lady and her husband, I think they looked back in the Bible and they turned to like a grain of salt. So I'm like, I'm not looking back. I'm going to pick this up and we just going to keep going. And I just kept going. And I'm going to just continue to do that. And I'm excited to grow. I'm excited to build my platform excited for what i'm gonna learn through this too because i feel like there's gonna be people that i'm gonna probably touch that i would never have touched without this podcast in this platform so i'm very excited to see all the connections and the alignment just how he has already aligned you myself portia sister nelly auntie did and everybody um so far i feel like he's gonna continue to do this and i feel like we'll even be able to one day hopefully meet in person which would be awesome Amen. Amen. You know, uh, I love that moving forward. And like I said, God is constantly, you know, getting in your spirit what it means oh, sorry. to and be rooted. <laughs> it's okay. Um, God is constantly, you know, teaching us to move forward. He's a God of forwardness, you know, doing a new thing and getting to a place that we don't let what's behind us keep us from moving forward is so important. And to know that if God called us to it, that not only does he call us, he qualifies and he also provides the necessary resources that we need to do and accomplish his will. And that is something that I thank the Lord for. Like I never had, we can't go into this dependent on us. We got to go into this dependent on the one who called us for he is faithful. And that's something that I take with myself, um, Every single day when God, you know, calls me to do something, I'm not doing this on my own. I'm doing it with him. And it, it and it encouraged me. It excites me to continuously move forward. And, and in spite of how many times I fall and in spite of how many times, you know, things don't go according to my plan to know that his plan hasn't failed, you know. And I think sometimes that was what trip us up. In our own mind, we look at, you know, our plan and our goals, and it looks like it's not going the way that we want. But if we can really look at it from a heavenly vision, the will of God, the plan of God can't fail. The Bible says God is with her. She will not fail. You will not fail. I will not fail. Portia will not fail. All of the sons and daughters of God will not fail. We fall short when we take our eyes off of God and we look at ourselves and we look at our own adequacies and we look at our what we can do and what we know how to do. We can't. This is the time to be so, this is not the time to be self-sufficient, but truly dependent on the one who called us. And if I don't leave anything else with you, as you journey with this, to truly depend on God and just walk in total obedience, no matter what it is that he tells you, no matter, you know, there's been days where, you know, I was all up in my feelings. <laughs> Hallelujah. All up. And it'd be like, okay, I don't feel like podcasting today. And the Holy Spirit would be like, no, I, I, I want this. He'll put a word on my heart and I'll feel so inadequate. I'm like, I don't even feel worthy to do this. I, I'm in my head. I'm in my feelings. And it's funny because when I walk in obedience, God ministered to you. And this is what I love about ministry. 
God ministers to you as you walk in obedience to minister to others. Every time I would do a podcast, I feel so empowered. I I feel free. I feel healed. I feel whole. Whatever it is I was going through, it's like that heaviness just breaks off me because I walked in obedience. There is there is a flow in the spirit when you flow with God and you walk in obedience and you do what He say. Those those heaviness, those chains that the enemy tried to keep you down or you keeping yourself down. They have to fall off. They have to break off because you are walking in alignment with God and you're walking in obedience. So if I don't leave anything else, don't let the bad days stop you. Don't let the confusion stop you. Don't like don't let what you know the negative naysayers stop you because it, it, it's gonna seem like everybody's gonna come up against you. You know, everyone's gonna have something to say. Don't let the lack of support stop you because a lot of times you'll see like, well, well, you know, is anybody listening? I remember when I first did my um when I first started. And I started with the YouTube channel and my, my YouTube channel still drier than saltine crackers because I really don't be posting. But I remember when I first started, I felt so discouraged because I was seeing maybe one or two people. And I was like, Lord, what is this? What is this? And then I got into podcasting and I seen God move. And it's from, you know, Barbados to the Netherlands to New England. And I'm like, I don't know nobody over there, but God does. So he, it, it excited me and podcast was, it was just for me. And, you know, YouTube is still an option, but I don't know. I never truly gravitated towards it. And I really clung to podcasting. It was freeing. And it was like, wow, I was able to just move in total obedience. But we got to get to a place that we don't let the lack of support or, you know, we, we don't see the numbers going up the way that we had hoped or expected to let that discourage you and make you feel like your voice isn't enough because it's going to reach the right person. God knows how to get the word that he planted in you into the right ears. Amen. The right ears are going to hear what God has planted. And we just have to believe by faith and be obedient on a journey and just speak. Thus says the Lord, no matter how small, no matter how big you prepare yourself, you get your scriptures and you say, I'm going in Lord, Holy spirit. Come on. We're going to do this thing. Cause I can't do it without you. You called me to it. And he also gave you a helper to help you along the way. So you got to, you know, just be encouraged and to know, no, I'm not going to let anything deter me and hinder me from doing what God has called me to do. So often we can get distracted with life. We can allow things to come in to our space and fill it up where it should be God. And we have to be willing to when we see it, because we don't always see it. And it was times where I didn't see it to when we do see it to cast these things down and put God back on the throne and begin to continue and purpose and doing what God, you know, told you to do. And I like that you mentioned that he is so forgiving that when we repent, the Bible says that he cast our sins behind his back and he remembered them no more. To be conscious, to know that God isn't mad at me. God isn't angry with me. He loves me. He loves me. Yes, I am accountable. Yes, I have to get in divine order. Yes, I got to get right with him. But I serve a God that loves me, that nor debts, nor height, nor principality, nor powers, nothing past, nothing present. Nothing's going to separate me from his love. And I need that to be in your spirit because there are going to be days where you don't feel good enough. There's going to be some days where you're in your head. There's going to be some days when you all up in your feelings and you still got to be willing to obey the voice of God and not look at yourself. 
Don't look at yourself because if you look at yourself, you'll never do it. You'll never feel good enough. You won't feel qualified. You know what? I don't feel like doing this today because who am I? I messed up. I fell short. I didn't do this right. I didn't say this right. I didn't act right. We can't look at ourselves. And that's one thing that I love about God. David was a hot mess. Moses was a hot mess. When you look at who he used in the Bible and to see that he still used them mightily, we are flawed people. We are flawed people that God want to use. He's not looking for perfect people. He's looking for obedient servants. So I encourage you to not let anything deter you, not even your own self. Don't allow yourself to sabotage you. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't allow yourself to sabotage you because, uh, um, Sister Portia, you was going to say something? No, you can't finish. I was just like, I had a screen come on and I was just tapping on you. You can finish. Amen. But so, um, go ahead, Sister um, Ajiki. Okay, now I can speak. Can y'all hear me? Yes. You know what? I just wanted to just um, just congratulate you, Sister Ajiki, for this move of God. Because you know what? It's not you. It's just you being in position to say that God I'm ready to be used, right? Because God just needs us to be in position and he gives us the gifts, right? But thank God that you allow, He um, that you position yourself to receive this gift. And, you know, podcasting is a gift that, you know, will continue to give. And like what Trina's saying, you know, I'm in a position even today where I'm even looking at me. You know, I haven't podcasted in a long time, but it's because I left the feet of Jesus. And this is all to say, if you are committing to do this, commit to never leave the feet of Jesus. Commit to never waver in your faith. Commit that no matter what, even if if it's hard, right? Always run back to run back home. That's home, right? That's home. Always run back home. And, you know, even, you know, with everything that I go through, even today, I was just in my, I was just praying and I was just like in my quiet place. And I was just like, God, thank you. Because, you know, I am the one that I'm, I was the stone that the builder rejected. Right. And for you to use me to speak life, I wanted to, you know, I contemplated and in my life and all those things. But for you to use me to speak life into people. That is why I keep on coming back to you because nobody ever gave me that opportunity to do that. So don't forget him. Always keep him. Always commit, right? Always submit. Always surrender. And this is um, a journey that you can only do this journey if you surrender. So I pray that God will give you that spirit to surrender, to submit onto him. So that whatever it is, and even just surrendering it to him. Even when you open your mouth, don't even overthink. Just say, Holy Spirit, fill me, whatever you want. And even if God changes the direction of your message, just thank him for that. Because he knows that whoever is listening needed that, right? And he's not going to do, there's going to be podcasts where you planned and he will change the direction of it. And you will even look on your paper and that's okay. Because Abba will do what Abba wants to do. Because you are doing it for him. So you have to let him lead you. And you are just following. So submit, commit, surrender. 
and God will do exceedingly and abundantly in this ministry. And I am complete. Amen. Thank you so much for calling in, Sister Portia. And I love your transparency um, because, like I said, it's easy. There are days where we get so distracted by the cares of this world that it's easy to leave the feet of Christ. But we have to keep that merry mindset and not be like Martha to be so busy doing the work of the Lord that we forget to be intimate with the Lord. So thank you for sharing that and giving that words of wisdom to Sister Adjiki. And I'm going to mute my mic so you can now um, share Sister Adjiki respond to sister portia yes thank you so much sister portia for your words of wisdom you all you and sister trina always have great words of wisdom um i was actually going to respond to you sister trina about the um team even when it looks like no one is watching or paying attention because i started a book club last year and when i started i had lots of members and it, everything was going great but then as time went on members started falling off and then it ended up being down to just one person who was actually coming on the meetings and then it was nobody and for a few times I kept going on even when no one would come on but eventually I just stopped and some people asked me oh what happened but I said all that to say deeply rooted but I haven't launched my website yet but um I have been selling my product and advertising on my like social media platforms and people who pretend not to notice and they, they've been other people about it or like, have you tried this product and how does it work? Cause I need this in my hair, but I don't really talk to her much. So you are so right. And even when it looks like no one is watching, everyone who needs to be watching is watching whether or they just watch it. So amen to that. And I am absolutely to you, Sister Portia, you are so right. Just. I might think that I have something one day that I got a word that I want to share, but this is God's platform and it's what he wants me to do. I have told I am the willing vessel. So whatever my plan is, whatever he has for it, if he says that's not it, then that's just not it. And I will definitely absolutely keep these words of wisdom with me. I embark this journey. Amen. You know, it's funny that you said that sis, because uh, in August, um, S2S is starting a book club. And we have about eight people now. I have never done a book club before, but it's on my spirit um, to do it. And I'm excited about it. Um, so I'm going to use that to be encouraged as well, you know, in spite of how it turns out to keep my eyes looking to the heels and to stay excited about this new journey. Because, you know, uh, one thing me and N Nelly was talking about, a lot of times people say knowledge is power, but what's greater than knowledge is applied knowledge. You know, so it's one thing to get get to a place where you fill yourself with so much knowledge and wisdom, but applying it is the key. So I'm excited for the, you know, the books that we're going to dive into and how can I apply it to my life? And that's where I'm at in this season of really gleaning and learning. I feel like last season. Um, you know, God had me on Clubhouse for like a whole year and a half where I'm teaching, 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 preaching, preaching. And now I want to learn. I want to get back to sitting under the word, sitting under God, sitting under, you know, gleaning from other brothers and sisters and just learning in this season and then reading and really allowing, you know, God to pour more into me so that I can continuously pour out. So I'm encouraged for this new season and this new journey of my book club. And I'm excited to see what God is going to do with that. So uh, it made me, I, I chuckled when you mentioned the book club, because I'm like, oh, no, I'm about to start my book club in um, August. 
Yes. And so I will be a part of your book club because at least I won't have to run it. Um, and I will be showing up to the meetings um, as long as I don't have class and they still don't got stuff. But I am absolutely willing to be a participant because I love reading. I, and um, a lot one issue that I faced that you may or may not face, um, there was half of my friends that were in the um, book, book club that liked reading hard books like myself. And then there was half that liked the audiobooks that read to them. So reading um, one chapter versus listening to it via audio, they could do audio. They can do it so much than us. So I'm trying to get into that. But that was a problem I faced because people were before the people who were reading the hard copies books were finishing. So um, try to maybe keep that in mind and see if you could come up with a way. Maybe I could do a hardcover book and then some do a couple audios or something like that to work with everybody. But that's one thing I wanted to share um, that I faced. Okay, cool. Um, one thing that I like about the app that we're using, it allows each person to vote. So right now, um, so far, we have four votes on Total Forgiveness by R.T. Kendall. So that might be the first book we start reading. Um, that book has the most votes. So we all pretty much in agreement. And I'm grateful for, you know, to God that prayerfully we all stay in agreement. And I do like that voting part of the app. So no one feels Oh, oh, you picked my book or you picked their book. No, we're all voting and <laughs> the majority wins. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Um, and I will take that into consideration as far as um, audiobooks because I love audiobooks as well. Um, but it's something about reading, though, that actually really fills me and satisfies me. I love audiobooks. I love listening, but I also really love reading. So uh, I'll definitely keep that in mind and just see where it goes. And like I said, I haven't done it before, but God is going to, you know, I have been looking online and talking to people who I know have done a book club and just gleaning from other people um, and see how we're going to go about it. So I'm excited about this new season as well. But I, I'm not going to hold you too much longer. I know you're you're busy with your little guy, Mason, and I'm so excited. And, and just even to for him to see his mom blossom into the woman God is calling her to and shaping her into is such a marvelous sight to see and how you're raising him and training him to be a little man of God. I mean, I, I just love, you know, your your relationship with your son and how you're teaching him the word of God at such a, a, a small age. And people don't really understand how impressive impressionable kids are and that this is the time to really instill in them the love of God to let them know that there is a savior and his name is Jesus that you have someone to call on and I love that you do that and 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 that's encouraging for you know many mothers to see like you know get them off of the tv all the time yeah they could play their little games and they could you know watch their little tunes but they need to read and they need to understand who Jesus is. They need to know that we have a Messiah, that we have a living King. And I love that you teach him that. I love that when you're watching your movies, he's right there and he's asking you those questions. I'm really encouraged by how you're raising him. And he's four, right? He's five. He'll be six in October. Oh, wow. Wow. He's getting big. I don't know why I thought he was four. <laughs> I think when I first started, um, on your room he might have been four i believe I think so. okay um okay but speaking of um bible readings and teachings with the children um there's a book on amazon called my first children's bible and it's all about presentation it's literally for um the minorities and it shows the characters how we described in the bible so we got to see a lot of representation and we read david and goliath a few weeks ago um, he just knew Goliath was going to win because looking at him, he, he seemed like he should have won that. So he was um, extremely 
confused when David did, when David won and Goliath did, and I explained it to him, let him know about how we have this power that God gives us and the strength that God gives us that it don't matter how big or small we are. And so now he's hearing David and Goliath on like the um, podcast or in songs. It's like, oh, mom, David and Goliath. So if any p- parents that have smaller children that wants to get them reading the Bible where it's easy for them to read and not so um, overwhelming, I do recommend that book because it has been phenomenal for us. Amen. 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 Wow. God is so good. I'm excited for this new season. I'm excited to just listen and glean from the ministry that is on the inside of you. So I will be looking forward to Deeply Rooted Podcast family. I'm going to put the link of her podcast in the description of this podcast. Get connected. What God is doing in this podcast club is phenomenal. It's amazing. He's putting, you know, us together. Iron is sharpening iron. We're strengthening one another. We're supporting one another. We're encouraging one another for such a time as this. And I'm excited. So family, get plugged in, get connected, and just have a heart of an expectancy to see what God is going to do, not just in Deeply Rooted, but it's so many, you know, it's so many ministries that God from, you know, Grace Found Me, you know, S2S Canada, you know, Spiritual Arsenal, the uh, purpose plan with brother Albert, um, agape, uh, raw agape witness with, um, brother, uh, Raymond. We have made whole with sister Brooke, sister Leticia, um, with courageous faith. I, I I'm so excited. Go ahead, sister Portia. Yeah. Sister Portia. I beg your par- pardon. I'm sorry. I, my, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. I had Jack Jill's thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is okay but we're going to end this because god is so good and i want you guys to you know continue on with your day so family thank you for tuning in once again our special guest miss Adjaki brown with the new ministry deeply rooted be looking forward to it have an ear out for it go support my sister go support what god is doing in this ministry you won't, you won't regret it. You will be blessed in the mighty name of Christ Jesus. I love you. May God bless you and keep you until I talk to you again. Have a blessed day, family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, sis, for having me. And I look forward to seeing and connecting with everyone. Amen. Amen. Okay, family. Talk soon.